Hello everybody, this is Nuzcraft and welcome back to 5 Minute Drive. I'm on my way to work and today I kind of want to talk about programming a roguelike. A couple episodes ago I talked about one of my favorite roguelikes, Cogmind. And today I want to talk about what it takes to program one of those sorts of games. Um, Obviously Cogmind is an example of um, a fairly complete finished game. Uh, but the core mechanics of a roguelike are simple enough, uh, and the the the, the, the graphics um, and mechanics and things like that are simple enough to program that it's actually a really good place for beginning programmers to start. Uh, if we go back <coughs> to the classics, classic roguelikes and traditional roguelikes, uh, to start with, they... Um, from a graphics capabilities, uh, they're, they're, gosh, what is the word that I'm looking for? They're typically presented in ASCII. So the original roguelikes were shown kind of in the terminal, um, of your computer with just ASCII characters and letters to denote monsters or items and things like that. So right off the bat, the graphics are really simplistic. Um, they're are traditionally no like animations between um like of things like if you have like a patch of water or a patch of lava it's just denoted by a character that says like hey this is water this is lava you don't see it flowing and things like that um you don't see attacks happen they're instantaneous um because the second part of a traditional roguelike is that it's turn-based so you don't have to worry about um like crazy loops and things like that you basically just have a single loop that says like hey is it the player's turn let them take it and then let the enemies take their turn that's that is the game loop it's take a turn take a turn take a turn take a turn so that's sort of the programming um is fairly simple as well and uh because of that you don't have to worry about timings you don't have to worry about crazy things um you just worry about the kind of the base mechanics of like health and um, like items and things like that. There are lots of really good resources about how to program one of these kind of simpler um, games. Uh, my favorite resource is the Rogue Basin LibTCOD and Python tutorial. It uses Python and a library called LibTCOD that was designed specifically for creating roguelikes. And it, it makes it really simple to kind of get started. The, the commands and terminal interface is pretty easy to understand. And it's uh, just a really good way to get started into like game programming in general, I would think, um, if you want to start with something kind of turn-based and, and easy to understand. If we move on to the roguelike development community, it's actually quite vast. Um, it's not like this crazy community that's like everywhere, like something like a like a video game community or things like that. But um, specifically on Reddit, there's a an R roguelike dev subreddit, and within there, there's a whole bunch of people who just like to build roguelikes just for fun or commercially. And they talk about their experiences, they talk about um, the problems that they have, and kind of work on them together. Um, Once a year, the community puts on uh, what's called a 70RL, or uh, 
seven day roguelike jam essentially it's a game jam where a whole bunch of people will sign up they'll spend a week building a roguelike and then at the end they're kind of judged on how complete it is and how good it is and how fun it is a lot of people have been participating in that i think uh entry numbers have been going up over the past few years so that's a, a really great opportunity if you know how to build a roguelike and want to kind of stretch those muscles you can do so in seven days anyways that's going to be it for this morning thank you so much for listening you can follow me on twitter at nuzcraft and we'll see you again later Hello everybody, this is Nuzcraft, and welcome back to 5-Minute Drive. We're going to continue talking about programming a roguelike and uh, some of the, the cool things that you can do with that. So earlier today, we talked about using uh, Rogue Basin's LibTCOD and Python tutorial, uh, which is a really great resource for creating your first roguelike. Um, but that doesn't mean that that's the only set of tools for lo for uh, for roguelike creation. In fact, there are many different tools for roguelike creation. Um, since the like the premise of a roguelike, and especially um, like starter roguelikes and whatnot, is so simple, with just a, a terminal with basic like ASCII graphics and uh, turn-based movement. Uh, there's lots of different ways that you can capitalize on this and make improvements. Um, one such improvement upon something like the LibTCOD uh, engine is uh, the one that I'm currently using. Actually, it's called BearLib Terminal, um, which basically just uh, takes a lot of the the terminal the terminal aspect and expands upon it with the ability to like layer ASCII characters on top of each other in the same cell. So you know you could take uh, you could take um, you know, two two letters that are completely different, like an X and an I, and you can all of a sudden put them on the same cell, and all of a sudden you have a new character to represent a new item. Um, there's also things like you can use different colors on different parts of those cells. Um, they have things like umlauts um, or accents that you can add to uh, pretty much any letter in a cell. Um, this this sort of flexibility makes taking this you know this very basic turn-based roguelike thing if you really want to crank up the you know the, I don't I don't know if it's really like creativeness but you can really crank it up to to the next level so that it's still got this like classic ASCII aesthetic but with like little twists that make things make it uh you know feel a little bit more up to the times Honestly, one of the best examples of this is like smooth scrolling um, because ASCII is turn-based and it's tile-based with these cells. A lot of times you would make a move and the, the map just kind of jumps with you. But uh, with something like Bearlib Terminal or some of the, like, the newer tools, like you can actually make things scroll so that, yes, your game is based in cells, but it's, the terminal is still a little bit fluid where, where it can actually make this kind of smooth scrolling type of thing. And then if you want to upgrade even more, a lot of the best roguelikes in the, you know, in the, in the space are, are actually not ASCII-based at all. They're tile-based, um, where they, they, instead of having 
ASCII characters or letters to represent monsters and things like that, um, they actually have little uh, graphical tiles. Um, some really good examples of this are Dungeon Crawl Stone Soup or Tome that have really huge player bases and dedicated followers um, with, this, uh, with these tile sets. And a lot of time, these tile sets are licensed uh, as like open source. So if you're making yourself a roguelike game and you're like, hey, you know, I want to add some tiles to my game, but I'm a terrible artist and I can't draw them and I'm super poor and I don't want to pay for them, uh, you can go and use a lot of these other really great games, basically art assets, for free, which is a really great resource for novice game builders. Anyways, that's really all I wanted to say about programming your own roguelike. Uh, there's lots of resources out there to help you get started and to really help you succeed. I would, uh, I'd really suggest checking out the Roguelike Dev Reddit uh, subreddit on Reddit, as well as Rogue Basin for their tutorials, but there's things all over the internet for you to check out. Uh, once again, thanks for listening. This was Nuzcraft. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Nuzcraft, and we'll see you again in the next one.